0: Like a, instead of a numb on glitcher where we use no, sorry, it was just going to be a dick. Numb and torture, <laughs> numb on culture, That's pff, very hard to say. <laughs> what did Numb you chocolate, yeah. Okay, <laughs> numb <laughs> num chocolate. Give me some of that numb, numb chocolate. bad chocolate. Is that yeah. chocolate that makes you go numb. Um, numb yeah, are mammals. Because right? roof numb are no, bad uh, marsupials.
1: Yeah, but are marsupials mammals. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they like uh, a sun, just are. How just... are they they're a speck on mammals. Are marsupials it's a egg-laying egg mammals, mammals or not? They are. Mammals are egg-laying mammals. Marsupials are. Ah, but they're egg-laying. But, that's the important thing. Yes. So they don't have, have eggs. milk.
2: They have pouches.
1: Yeah, but
0: no, egg-laying is the other one. Ma- not mammals. It no no they are mammals, but they're not marsupials. Uh, they're that other they're thing. Marsupials. Like. Ectotherms. No, and endotrenes, No, the thing that egg, are egg- that are
1: platypuses. Platypus is a marsupial. Oh. then hey. it's the pouches. Mammals and marsupials! Sorry, marsupials and mammals. <laughs> marsupials are any member of the mammalian infraclass marsupialia. Pouches. And all extant marsupials are endemic to Australasia and the Americas. A distinctive characteristic common to these species is that most of the young are carried in a pouch. There you go, pouches. Not eggs, but it's pouches. they do have milk. So, numbats, yeah. which are marsupials. You could have numbat chocolate. You could have numbat chocolate. Well, you can, you can pretty much milk anything with nipples. So like. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was saying. That's <laughs> what that's ask, I was trying to, to find ask, out ask, if there were mammals. Just <laughs> ask Mark Hammett. Star Wars yeah, yeah or um, Ben Stiller or Robert De Niro because they did yeah. that um, uh, meet Ferret the parents, meet yeah. the parents. Uh, could you milk me Yeah, As that was me being Robert De Niro not me yeah. and Jack. hey you dude can it. we talk about the fact that we've done like 15 episodes of this podcast and you've referenced meet the parents twice <laughs> crazy John's thing it's been
2: more than twice
1: crazy thing never seen the film <laughs> 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 you
3: haven't
1: seen how do you meet know, know? The... it's just a cultural touchstone, oh, oh, no,
3: no,
0: yeah. but you know about
2: the milking bit This is a tale of a strange and dangerous world, a world known as Carthus. This is an adventure full of magic, hardship, and ale. This is a tale about a world at war, and the people who are forced to endure it. From the wounds of battle come three unlikely partners, trying to make sense of something much larger than themselves. But, more than any of that, this is a story about how to win loot and influence dragons.
1: to win luge, and Influence Dragons. It's a D&D 5e actual play for Curio. I'm, as always, your time fooling DM, Ben McAllister. I'm your back-to-back boy, Jackson Yousid.
0: I'm your keeping it right on rolling, Thomas Owen.
2: And I'm Grace with The Good Times nice dude hey.
1: that's what i've always yeah. said about grace she yeah, brings that's the true. good times um uh, so yeah what our, our little uh, intro names there were all about is we literally just finished the previous episode that you guys <coughs> heard two weeks ago uh and we're rolling right into another one that's how much we love you guys we've got a lot of travel coming up i'm going to china jackie's moving to sydney we've got to get as much content as we can smashed out of the way i'm moving to sparta yeah, ah, you, nice. You did dude. say that. It's going to be a rough Whoa. time, dude. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the dude. economy over there? Uh. Not great. When you go in there and everyone's like, hey, uh, and you're, you're like, where, where, are, where am I right now? And they're all like, this is Sparta. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's
0: actually the only way that city makes money anymore. Mm. Tips for that joke.
1: Like kicking people down holes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough, you Does know. Do
2: you have a spare pencil? I do. Thank you. Not prepared for this paper life.
1: Yeah, of course, kicking people this down. This paper life, like okay. that
0: uh, Super Potato Bros paper potato.
1: What the fuck did you just say? <laughs> what were the words that just came out of as
0: your as mouth? It, oh, paper
1: paper Mario, 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 but it's paper potato. Because it's me, a potato.
0: Remember I that don't... joke from last episode? Jesus. It's not
1: going to be. An it's not m- going to make t- t- the cut. You're so optimistic. That's cut. <laughs> oh dude. so optimistic awesome.
0: about the jokes that I can... but to be fair this bit right now is great yeah, yeah, exactly. so maybe yeah, really yeah. what I'm doing is
1: forcing you to keep no, the yeah. other one what, what you're doing is forcing me to keep this in and then just have it <laughs> in the lost tapes the yeah. super potato bros people are like what the fuck was that all about sounds like the funniest joke ever yeah last episode guys no you know what I'm calling it right now I'm cutting that from last episode you will never hear T super potato bros <laughs> joke you just know about it's existence
0: I'm going to start a new podcast Four for Curio. With a Z. Uh,
1: <laughs> no, no. The Potato Bros. The Super Potato Bros. Yeah, nice.
0: And it's just going to be short improvised radio plays
1: about me, Potato. Wow, that's got a lot of longevity. A I lot think. of legs, dude. Yeah. Really? That's his brother's leg. potato. Oh, What about like if you... We're going to have to cut the whole thing then. Yeah, fuck me. Leg-tater. Leg-tater. That's apparently the best thing we can manage. Uh, It's very tall. Do you want to just like throw us down to a recap, dude? Jesus. Let's get a recap. When we last left our heroes, they departed Sanctuary and were back on the road heading to a town known as Forest's Edge to deliver a letter. On the way, they met some travelling merchants, who, after much discussion, sold Duncan some stronger armour, Jody got some hot new threads, and Drasilia bought a hearty round of pie floats. Whatever those are. The party continued on the road, before finding themselves magically drawn into a clearing, where they were attacked by some horrible hags and a large spider. After besting this threat, they inspected the structure which had drawn them all through the woods. A large stone monolith, made of the same dark stone they've seen before, with a dull copper tip. They felt the stone pillar reacting to the gems they took from the Temple of Life, and Drasilia couldn't resist the urge to touch it. She promptly disappeared into thin air. That brings us to right now. And that's everything that happened right up until uh, five seconds ago when we started recording this podcast. So I guess we'll move right in. See, so yeah, the, the last thing that happened was like, you guys took a short rest. Which you guys did off mic, we didn't bother including that in the last step. Uh so everyone's a little bit healed up and got some features back. And then I said we were going to level up at the start of this episode, which we'll do now, and Drasilia fucking straight disappeared by going through that big pillar.
0: So are we going to level up before we deal with yeah, the we're emotional ramifications. Yeah. Yeah, of... yeah,
1: we're going to level up right now. So, everybody, give me the hot news. Shall we do hit die roll-off? Yeah, let's do yeah. hit die roll yeah. What's your hit die, Jodie? Oh, hit, my hit die. Uh, a D8? It almost certainly is... Yes, it is. Okay, let's do it. I'll take mine. What'd you get? Eight. Dude, I also got eight! <laughs> what?! It's meant to be! Max hit point gain for Yodi. And you're D10? I am D10. I'm going to take yours. Good move. I got a six. Nice. That's better than my four. Yeah, nice. It's also better than average. And Brasilia. let's do it. D6 for you.
2: Take mine, it's a six. Fuck me! You guys are doing good.
1: Getting that bonus hit point. Right.
0: Ooh, do I go an ability score improvement or a feat? Oh, neat. Let's um, have a flick through.
1: Actor feat.
0: <laughs> it's Jim a aspiring
1: actor. He's burning a feat on it because fuck being able to kill things. What's everyone's max hit points now? 60. Nice. 49.
2: Nice.
1: 46. Whoa, that is a beefy yeah, sorceress.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You can't get six sixes. Like, every time. <laughs> I
1: know, it's it's obscene.
0: One <laughs> of these days she's gonna overtake me and I'm
1: gonna weep. Yeah. Do you wanna do you wanna Hi. hear about the cool new features that your, your boy Jody gets?
2: Yes please.
1: You know I do. Uh, so first up, because uh, we're gonna have another level. I get another five feet of movement. Oh, so what are you at? Uh, 45. Jesus, really? really? Yeah, so I keep what getting faster and faster. Fuck. So, um, yeah, when I'm not in armor or using a shield, my speed improves by essentially 15 feet now at level six. Also, my fists count as magical now. So my unarmed attacks ignore resistance and immunity to non-magical attacks or damage, uh, which Oof. is very cool. Dude, uh, what? Jody and his ma- magic fists. Yeah, Jody and his magic oh. hands. Yeah. Oh man, um, fucking hell. Jody Sweet Fist Mastana. Yeah. That's his like old timey pugilist boxer name. Oh, so good, Sweet dude. Fits. And then the last little one is that, uh, <laughs> as an action once per day, I can heal myself three times my my monk level. So what? Just eighteen hit points once a day. Yeah. Man, that's and that f- scales. So Ooh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's fucking. So it's like level ten is like thirty hit points. Just yeah. like wow and that's that's your boy wow that's a lot of really cool shit that jody gets right Mine's there very cool yeah man that's a lot of sweet features fucking i love this martial arts man so 18 hit points what is that as a fraction of your max hp uh so i'm on 49 right so, so. it's like almost that's over a third of it that's huge yeah it's it's pretty and good. it's per long rest I'm not short sure. yeah okay. per okay. long rest one, nice. one, once a day okay. okay neato what about duncan do you want to tell me any cool things that happened to my boy Literally I just get an ability score improvement. Oh really? Oh, That's nice though, dude. That's good. The ability score improvement. What are yeah, you gonna put those but... points into? So, so Well, I'm thinking about a feat maybe. Oh okay. Actor. No, I'm not yeah. actor. So to clarify for people who don't know, uh this is the same thing that happened when Duncan took the feat that allows him to do like power attack and cleave, where he gets two ability points they go into his base stats like strength dexterity constitution blah 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 all that stuff that like makes up the core roles of the game and you can either put two more points into those to boost your like base attacks or you can take a feat instead so it's up to good old donkey Khan here I think I'm just going to take the ability yeah yeah I don't think
0: there's a feat left at some point I'll have to have a look at
1: yeah. um, I have Xanathar <laughs> I have Xanathar I have Xanathar I am Xanathar well, ta- if that's all you're taking then shall we um, dip back in with? yeah we'll dip back in with you um, uh, Let's talk to, to Druzzy. what happens to the magic girl?
2: <laughs> so, um, level six is where I get my elemental affinity. Oh um, Jesus. And for anyone not listening from the top, that uh-huh. was a silver dragon type mm-hmm. for Audrezilia, which I am discovering just how freaking useless it is, because there are no cold spells. So <laughs> if anyone has any input, by the way, on like a new maybe third level spell I should take. Oh because I've got three slots.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, three third level slots. Do you get any fourth level slots or no? Nah. Okay, so you just get your elemental affinity. So what does that mean as a as a silver dragon heritage?
2: So it means that anytime I cast a cold damage spell, mm-hmm. I add my
1: spell cast modifier.
2: No, just my charisma modifier. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. So charisma modifier. Yeah, so yeah. Just plus four, right? Plus four to Huge. the no
2: to the damage, not the attack roll. Nice. That's pretty Very sweet.
1: Good. And that's it. You don't get like resistance to the damage type or.
2: I think I I already have that.
1: Okay, you get that from, cold damage from level one. Oh sweet, fuck yeah! Okay, cool. So you got like third level slots, and do you number of camp trips go up at
2: all? No.
1: Sorcery points. You're definitely getting more sorcery points because that's based for your level. Mm.
2: Yeah. So to six now. Nice. Sorry, that. I'm just trying to still pick a spell. I'm thinking about haste.
1: Haste is a fucking nuts ball of spell, which is very very good. Um, particularly because you can twin spells. Which makes like it... Like
2: make-you-both-haste sort of thing. Or
1: yourself sort of thing, because with extra action, you can cast more spells, but yeah, that's that's true. Ah! Mm. Yeah, haste is great, actually.
2: That is good.
1: You get stinking cloud,
2: dude. <laughs> yeah. What does it do? <laughs>
1: it makes a stinky cloud. Yeah, I mean, I can haste or blink, are probably your friends there. Like, either one of them are pretty, pretty fucking cool. What does blink do? So blink, you essentially, uh, if you roll an 11 or higher... You, uh, for a minute, at the end of your turn, you blink into the ethereal plane, so you can't be hit at all, and then you pop out of the on your next turn. It's a very good defensive spell. So basically, like, if you're rolling okay. well, it's you pop out, you're like, ah, cast a spell, and then you pop back into the <laughs> um, ethereal plane. Blink's very fucking cool. Do you still have Ray of Frost as a cantrip? Yeah. That will now, now that you have the plus four, be better than Firebolt for you.
2: <laughs> because
1: 2d8 right. plus four averages 13, 2d10 averages 11. So you're better off using Ray of Frost than Oh, firebolt. yeah, sorry.
2: I think you said Firebolt. No, like, <laughs> yeah, no. Fire oh, firebolt, uh,
1: yeah. It's better easy. than fire And it, it also has um, yeah, the 10 feet of movement slowing. So you should just never use Firebolt again unless yeah. it's something that is going to take extra fire damage. Coolio. Cool. All so, right,
2: I'll take Haste.
1: Yeah, Haste is a fucking sweet spell. So all right, so Josie learns Haste. She gets some sweet power-ups on her shit. And has Donkey Khan had any time to think about what feats he wants?
0: So there is an Unearthed Arcana feat uh-huh. called Blade Mastery. Oh, God, from, I love uh, the sound
1: of that. Xanathar's Guide to... No, yeah, no, no. no. Oh, Xanathar, oh, sorry, right. Xanathar's Guide is only racial feats. That's right. And so the dwarven talk- ones aren't really so my the vibe. The only ones you care about, then. <laughs> <Okay, laughs> Race-based. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but from Unearthed Arcana which is really playtest material. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, we could publicly playtest it. Yeah, yeah, well, we are. Wizards.
1: Wizards D&D, they liked one of our tweets once. Yeah. Um, Hey, Wizards D&D, we're playtesting your material for free right now. So listen in, let's see how it goes. Blade Mastery.
0: You master the Short Sword, Long Sword, Scimitar, Rapier, and Great Sword. I thought it was going to be or, but it's and. Uh, You gain the following benefits when using any of them. Oh, my God. You gain plus one bonus to attack rolls you make with a weapon. I wouldn't get it on damage rolls, which is why maybe you'd want to go for strength. But on your turn, you can use your reaction to assume a parrying stance, providing you have the weapon in hand. Doing so grants you a plus one bonus your AC until the start of your next turn or until you're not holding the weapon. When you make an, an opportunity attack with a weapon, you have advantage on the attack roll. So that's the whole that's thing. That's pretty cool. So, so it is kind of cool. I think if you're happy for me to use Blade
1: Mastery, I might use it just because it gives us more to interact with. Sure, Nice. Job. Can go yep. parry. Totally happy yeah. for you to use Blade Mastery, man. Let's do it. Fucking A, so Duncan becomes an even more powerful military boy. He's got more manoeuvres, more abilities, more shit he knows how to do, like parry and get beefier opportunity attacks. That's pretty sweet. So, now that we've finished teasing you all, it's time to move into what's actually going on here. I want to stick with the boys for the minute, and we'll come back to where Brasilia is in a little bit. Right now, the boys are standing in the clearing right where they were. The sun is going down now. It's, like, starting to get dark. It's early evening. And they've just seen Drasilia warp away. What do you think they do? The pillar is still looking charged. It flashed when she warped away. And he wasn't standing there. How
0: similar or different did her disappearance look from the instances where I've seen Valeria disappear, Jackson's seen Valeria, or Jody rather has seen Valeria, and Esme disappear.
1: That's a good question.
0: Because there's a degree to which the role play here has to depend on whether we perceive that to be her ceasing to exist mm. as, uh, as, as an effect of some kind <laughs> of negative magic or whether we're like,
1: oh, she's been teleported somewhere. I think Jody turns to Duncan and is like, are your ascending are your stones still working? Could you try and contact her? Fuck, that's a good idea, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> you've each got two charges left on your stones for today. I only have one. No, I, oh, okay. I burned both of mine. So you've got one and you've got two, though. Mm-hmm. Okay, shit. In terms of answering your question, actually, can I get like an investigation check from you? Or an intelligence check? Yeah. <laughs> sure. Ooh. That's
0: going to be a two modified down to the greatest number one.
1: Okay, uh, yeah, yeah, you aren't really all that sure how similar the actions happen to look. So thankfully,
0: Jody came up with that plan. Yeah, and Dun going to send his twenty-five
1: it's, message. It's the new cologne I'm wearing. It's really, uh, <laughs> it's really providing some inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> a bottle of pub. Ooh.
2: What's right. it? What's it called, Jody?
1: I think it's like Erde Jump. <laughs> like. Fragrance of jump? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> wonderful.
0: wonderful. Yeah. That's not fragrance of jump.
1: It's like water of it's jump. It's mispronounced water of jump. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's jump water. <laughs> he bought it because it's called jump water and he thought that if he sprays it on his, on his neck, he'll be able to like jump higher. Uh, i buy it. Wonderful. So what's your message? Say anything
0: Druzzy will follow. Is there immediate danger upon arrival or anything else we should know?
1: And they hit you with eight words left
0: eight words screw Flanders oh, screw <laughs> Flanders screw Flanders screw Flanders okay
1: perfect uh, I guess now we have to <laughs> now we have to split screen a little bit over here yeah. Uh should we just Going forward, I assume that any message that ends with the bonus words is just as many renditions of Screw Flanders as fit in the message. Yes. Okay, correct. fantastic. Uh, okay, let's split screen Do you want us to leave the room, dude? <laughs> no, not, not even a little bit. Uh, you guys can have your little reactions and interactions, but not with the character. Just your charming selves, you know, your personalities, the oh things that bring this God. podcast to life. Our what? Yeah. <laughs> Trezilia, you find yourself in a dimly lit, dark stone room with sort of rotted wood bookshelves and a number of tomes and a desk with a book open on it you receive this message from Duncan and you've got an opportunity to reply but more immediately pressing is the giant blue and white spider sitting in the corner of the room that you surprised on entry the so web. can i get you to roll initiative for me
2: 17.
1: Do you want to give a response to that message and then we can come back to the boys and then we'll come back to this?
2: Um, okay. Am alive. Come if you like. Big spider. <laughs>
1: <laughs> do, you think, do, you, do you think the guys know that, like, she was talking about a big spider or maybe that, that, that's like that's a send a cool off shit trying. <laughs> come, if you like, come if you like. Signed. signed big spider. Big, no, signed. Big spider. No, I reckon she's calling Duncan. Yeah, big, big spider. spider. You're you not a half elf, mate. Don't worry about that. Yeah, him. that's true. <laughs> what do you think you boys do in response to that? I
0: think I would touch. Uh, no, mm, I think
1: Duncan. That was weird. I just, yeah. I just. Duncan in charge. <laughs> like, oh, I think I'm gonna touch the pillar. Yeah. <laughs> I think
0: Duncan turns to Jodie, says, "Let's do it," and then touches the pillar.
1: Yeah. Are we? I. Jodie is the same. Are we like rushing at it like? Platform 9 and 3 quarters style, like, holding out the, the piece, or like, the gem in front of us. Like, just, like, running, like, straight in. Like. Yes. Terrific. Okay. The same thing happens to you guys. You see each other disappearing, fading out of existence really quickly. And then before you know it, you're standing in a new space. But the space you're standing in is not the same space that Brazilia was standing in. You guys find yourselves in a small clearing that is sort of similar to the clearing that you left, except for the fact that it's really dark. There is an empty starless sky above you. It's dim. And there's like Stonehenge-style pillars of rock ringing the pillar-like structure that is in front of you. And... We're on the upside down. (laughs) (laughs) And... uh, I'll describe this a little bit more. So, it's essentially... Yes, a black starless void extending in lots of directions. The ground is like quite dark dirt sand, like fine sand. If you kind of look around quickly, you'll see that there are occasionally like pillars of crystal jutting out of the sand, along with large, like sticky white piles of goo that are, maybe on closer inspection, look a little like web. And... Running down the sides of the, like, uh, Stonehenge-like structures, there's more of this, like, sticky web. And indeed, you've just surprised in the very clearing that you're standing in, a giant blue and white spider and a big weird fucking cat-looking thing with, like, tentacles coming out of its back. A man-cheater? No, (laughs) I know what that is. (laughs) Can I get you voice to roll initiative, you? Sure. Do I I ruin it? Is
0: it funny if I ruin it? You can just say it.
1: It's a displacer beast. (gasps) Ah! Hey everyone, just me checking in in the middle of the show. As always, thanks so much for listening. You're all the best. This week, I'd like to give a shout-out to Demipia, who are a horror, darkness, and homebrew DD d D&D 5e podcast. They always show us heaps of love on Twitter, so go please show them some in return. Check them out at domipia T3A. That's D-E-M-I-P-I-A. Uh, also, just want to give a quick howdy to Kieran for spreading the word on Facebook. How you doing, buddy? If you guys like the show and want to support us and maybe get a shout out yourself, please Facebook or tweet about us or just get in touch to let us know that you like it. You can also leave us a rating or a review on iTunes or wherever you listen. That's really the easiest way for you to read. Help us out. It's like way more important than you might imagine. Anyway, you know all this already, so I won't take up any more of your time. Please enjoy the rest of the show.
0: Six. Eight. eight. I bet the Displaced Beast has a Dex mod that beats us.
1: (laughs) Well, Jody feels so inadequate
2: is this you know obviously in Stranger Things they are talking about D&D yeah, yeah. and it's like the ethereal plane is so, that this
1: we could
0: very well be in the ethereal plane I don't know how would you know judging from my metagame knowledge in the presence of the displacer beast some signs would point towards the Feywild but that's not actually what it looks like
1: to me so who knows VMAX fiction could involve any or none of these <laughs> <don't> players? <laughs> That is yeah. a great point, yeah. Why, why doesn't Duncan? say Has like Duncan
0: spoken on this plane of existence yet? Because maybe that is how he sounds oh. on this plane of existence.
1: Yeah, it's uh, about... Yeah. I mean, Duncan can sound like that on this plane of existence if he wants. There's nothing that would make him, but that doesn't mean he doesn't, other than, like, an innate desire to perform. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: like,
3: this is a
1: perfect
2: stage. Any opportunity.
1: Hey, the guys, so, so weird. My voice is different here.
0: Actually, it sounds a little bit more like this. You've uh, got it a little bit too lofty there. You've got to... Uh,
1: Okay, enough of this. Which of these combats are we taking care of first, ladies and gentlemen? Ladies first. Oh, Alright, so, Druzzy, the first thing that happens is this blue and white spider charges over to you and tries to bite you with its fangs. I
2: got such a good roll.
1: Yeah, it beat you. But unfortunately, I'm assuming 12 doesn't pierce your fucking scaly ass skin. But don't worry about it, because it blinks out of existence and you can't see it anymore. Dang,
2: I chose the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's Jussie's turn. Well, shit. Um. All right. I guess I'll look around the room.
1: Yeah. Okay. It's you not like they're. You can, invi- you can ready in action.
2: Yeah. As well. So I a surprise attack or
1: whatever. Well, you just get like your action from this round, and then you also get to d- delay okay. it Well, I
2: will ready in action to get spell cast. Which spell? I think she's feeling the uh, silver energies uh-huh. and she's going to Ray of Frost. Okay,
1: nice. Yeah. Um, is that how that works? If you're ready the action, do you get that action and then your next action? Like when it reappears? Because I suppose the readied action triggers and that's your action for this I don't
2: want to have it's, another action. It doesn't
1: count. Right, so the spy... Truck. Okay, well, after all that rule nonsense... Uh, We'll say that, yeah, so you can ready an action to shoot this thing with whatever you want. And then when it comes back in, or if it does, and it triggers your ready action, that'll burn your reaction for the next round. So that means no shield, like, used as a reaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Can I use my free action to look around the room?
1: Yeah, you can take a look around. Go ahead and take a perception check. Uh,
2: 17?
1: Nice, okay. So I will say, what you kind of didn't immediately spot uh, when you... Popped into this room that also, by the way, has goopy web up in, like, the walls and corners where the spider's been making its home and these, like, rotten bookshelves. There are a couple of windows. The reason you didn't notice the windows at first is because it is this, like omnipresent dim light coming into them and outside is this black starless void with this black silty soil on the ground. And there are other things out there that you probably like similar to what I described to these guys there's occasional like pillars of like dark crystal and like mounds of this goopy substance but it's mostly just empty black. I guess the next thing that happens is that's your turn and the spider pops back into existence your reaction pops and you get to shoot it with ray frost before you before it does anything else. (laughs)
2: It misses. <laughs> okay,
1: it misses, yeah. Uh, nice, and now it's the spider's turn. It charges over, and it swings at you again with its claws, and does 17 hit your AC? Yes. You know it does, so I'm going to yeah. need you to take only a paltry 4 piercing damage, but I am going to need you to take a constitution saving throw for me. It's 20. Okay, well you pass, but you still take half damage from the poison in the fangs, and that amounts to 9 poison yeah. damage. Oh, Yeah, choice, isn't it? And so then the next thing that happens is it's your turn. This thing's right in front of you. It hasn't blinked out of existence again.
2: Uh, I... I cast (laughs) (laughs) fireball.
1: Okay, you position the fireball behind this thing in this room. You incinerate a chunk of web and some of the books, I'm going to say. And you burn the back of this spider. But it's going to take a deck save to try and get out of the way of the worst of it. And what is your spell save, DC? 8 plus, 8 plus proficiency, 8 plus, 8 plus 4, so 8 plus, so 15. Yeah. Uh, well, 14 is lower than 15, so it's going to get hit. Go ahead and roll your 86 damage.
2: 33. Oh.
1: <laughs> you literally
2: burned it up. Instead, you incinerate this fucking yeah.
1: spider! That Jesus Christ! Oh. Fucking so much. hell!
2: There goes that, that uh... just
1: melted it! What the <laughs> fuck? Okay, I was gonna say, let's keep the tension apart <laughs> <and pie laughs> over the boys, but you just kill it, I guess!
2: I had fuck to sure spell I slot!
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm right. gonna use it! So, back over with the boys. We got this big panther looking thing with tentacles that T has correctly <laughs> identified as a displaced beast, and we got another one of these big spiders. The first person to act is this displacer beast. Now, the interesting thing you notice about this beast is that its position is kind of hard to pin down. It's kind of shimmering. Like, it almost looks like there's a second one of it kind of, like, stuttering in and out either side of it, which kind of makes it hard for you to, like, draw focus on it. But, regardless of that, it charges over to uh, my good friend, Duncan. That's actually why it's called a displacer beast, because people are always like, where in displace is the beast? Yeah, or well maybe the funnier thing to say would have been, like, is it in displace or dasplace? I think we
0: got the same breathy exhale on both of those, so just another thing to say.
1: <laughs> listen, look. We'll listen. let the fans decide. Which one you thought was funnier? Who, What? YOU DECIDE! Oh no, it's 2012 over here! Epic <laughs> Rap Battles! Oh god, you god? <laughs> What? You can't make an Epic Rap Battles of History reference on our 2018 podcast! You just can't do it! Are they still going? I don't know, Tom! I, 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 I just assumed they, they uh, were. I, <laughs> actually, um, I didn't think anyone watches them before. <laughs> They're just making them for themselves. <laughs> <laughs> They've got um, enough bank when people used to watch and now, Jesus. now it's just written. Okay, so for that, he's going to try and catch you twice with his fucking shits. And one of those is a 20, non-critical, and the other one's 17. The 20 hits. Hang on, is this the displ-
0: displacer beast? It
1: is. Which, look, let's
0: be real, that's a horrifying thing to come to terms with. Mm-hmm. We appear in a new place, we don't know where we are, Drasilia's not here, none of this makes any sense. Yeah, how dark this is This creature judiciary fucked it's up.
1: It's terrifying. It's got eight legs, and here's a picture of it. It's a fucked up thing. Uh, it's a, fucked up. That looks uh, dope. Yeah, it, it like. kind of looks sweet as hell, but it also looks fucked up. It's got, like, this big black panther-looking thing. It's got, like, eight fucking legs, and it's got these two, like, horrifying, like, barbed tentacles on its back. And I would say that it looks so fucked up that S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, nice. Oh. Pop the, like, spell shield out of your sword. Yeah. So Duncan activates the button in the base of his sword and this, like, magical shield-shaped barrier pops out on either side and catches, like, the fucking barbed tentacle that was going to swipe into his body. And the next person to act is, is Rapost. This... Oh, dang! He's done with that repo. Go ahead. And this is not going to be a power attack, because mm. I, I. this thing looks quick. It's large creature size as well. It's fucking big.
0: Oh, whoa. Now, repost. Do I get it on the damage or on the to hit? Just on the off chance, does uh, uh, fourteen hit by itself?
1: It. Well, you have. Uh, oh, sorry, T. You. you have disadvantage. I have disadvantage. Yeah, because of the displacer thing. You can't get a bead on it. Okay, well that two is probably not going to come together mm. with ten. Yeah, sorry. I should have said that's the manifestation of the displacement f- like feature of this thing is that you have disadvantage on all attack rolls against it. <laughs> well, let me just check what the.
2: Only you had a sorcerer with you.
0: So, yeah, so that definitely misses.
1: Okay, fantastic. And the next person to act is the Spider Boy, who charges over, and seeing that this uh, large displacer beast is taking care of our uh, Duncan, attacks my son, Jody Mustard. Oh. <laughs> 17. Hit your AC? 17 is my AC, so it hits. So you're going to take 8 piercing damage. Oh, wait, hang on, sorry. No. 3 piercing damage. Mm-hmm. Jesus. And I need you to make a constitution saving throw for me. Ooh, boy. Um it's <laughs> <that's> a five. <laughs> yep, well then you're gonna take a mess of poison damage. And that mess of poison damage is an alarming seventeen poison damage. And the next person to act is Jody! Yeah. Yeah, it Jody's it. gonna fucking like jump on this like big spider boy that just attacked him. When you say jump um, on, do you just mean hit. No, I mean jump-on. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm just gonna use his, yeah, How big is it? Is it large, or...? Let me find out for you. It's large, yes. Yeah. So this is a big Spider-Man. This is yeah, like a Shelob-style how Like, style h- how tall, how, t- how far up is it? You can get onto it. Yeah? yeah? So, I want to, like, jump up, and then, like, while, like, on the back of, like, the spider's body, essentially, just be, like, whacking down onto its head with my staff. Okay, I'll say, you make an acrobatics check, if this is good, it's going to have disadvantage to hit you on its... Next attack. Terrific. I'm going to press my staff, which gives me advantage on acrobatics. Uh-huh. Go ahead. So the first one is 16. Nothing but a thing. Next one's 25. Oh, yeah. Okay. So Jody fucking Yoda style <laughs> somersault jumps onto the back of this thing and go ahead and make your attacks. Wonderful. That's a nat 20. For the first one. <laughs> okay. Um, Jesus. So. What? 11 damage plus uh, just the extra damage once or twice. Uh, extra damage once. It's just dice rolls. So 16 damage. Okay. And then I'll attack again. That one is only going to be a 12 to hit. Unfortunately, no. That's okay. it fails to pierce his carapace. That's fine. And then I'll, I'll roll Flurry of Blows. Mm-hmm. So two attacks. Yep. First one is... 17 that'll do it and then the next one is uh 24 okay so both of those hit great terrific and um I'm gonna try and knock this boy prone okay go for so it so can you take a deck save yeah sure uh fails, fails. so great. he's prone go ahead and give me the he's damage. prone excellent 16 damage all for the two of them <laughs> goosh he's dead dude (laughs) fucking hell he really should have blinked out of existence but he forgot and when I say he forgot I mean the DM forgot no I'm gonna say because Jody's acrobatics was so good he managed to do that so quickly that the beast failed to blink away before he could just be crushed into the dirt underneath him did I go through the spider (laughs) you just like smushed him into the ground like you know if you like step on a cockroach yeah yeah feed or something
0: you're basically, like, you've punched a hole through him. You're kind of just standing yeah. in, like, a chute
1: of goop. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Oh, you're in this big goopy shoot, and now it's Duncan's turn. Now, do I have cover? Am I, like... Uh... <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, okay, you, You've got, like... Full cover. I'll attack you. No, that's fine. I'll pull that when I need to. This is. He's blinked out. Yeah, yeah. 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 Wizards blink into the ethereal plane. I I blink into giant spiders. (laughs) (laughs) It's Jody's personal (laughs) demon. It's fine. Cover deep in a spider carcass. (laughs) Wonderful. Deep undercover. Go ahead.
0: Uh, Okay, well, I will, with this displacer beast in front of me, take a big old swing at it with my big old sword. Go for it. And. I'm still apprehensive about how easy or difficult it is to hit well you've got disadvantage oh I've got disadvantage
1: yeah because nothing's hit it yet so
0: should it? I just power attack that no I'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> uh, no I won't power attack I'll take a normal attack against this displace beast. ooh that 3 probably ain't gonna look too pretty <laughs> that's an 11 to
1: hit that's not gonna do it I'm afraid and I
0: keep having hang on do we know how this effect works we don't know how don't it works know, yeah okay so it's probably a good thing that I didn't really listen um I will swing at it again using my extra attack. Ooh! Two 13s means that that is a 21 to hit.
1: Yep, that definitely hits. Go ahead and throw some damage.
0: um, In that case, I'm going to menace this little thing. Yeah, go for it. Throw my D8 extra damage in there with my battle roar coming hot at him. Okay. Get to re roll that two because of my nice feet from before. So that's a nine plus an eight. That's 17
1: plus four is 21 damage. Jesus, that's a lot of damage from one hit. Okay. That's so, why it's menacing, man. Yeah, you menaced him, pretty fucking nice. So don't come on, like, fucking catches this thing's horrifying tentacle on his, like, invisible force field. And then he swings at it a couple of times. The first time, he, like, hits this weird, like, shadow alternate version of it. The second time, he strikes true into the heart of this strange creature. And it's, like, second alternate shadow thing, like, fizzles out of existence and now there's just this one fucking dude standing there and you brained him nice and good with the sword uh, I think we'll dip back over to Drazillian for the moment
0: well can we finish my round whilst I use my action surge? <laughs> <laughs> go ahead friend so do I have a disadvantage on this attack roll no in that case I'm going to be really cheeky and I'm going to use a power attack twice nice. twice or once um, you get to attack oh yeah first up I'll use it as a power attack
1: okay go for it
0: Nineteen.
1: Yeah,
0: that'll do it. Um, <laughs> without um, the modifier, then is plus three now. Yeah. 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 So twenty-two hits. Twenty-two. So this power attack is then eight plus four is twelve. It's twenty-two damage. Oh,
1: another twenty-two damage is chunky, dude.
0: And then We're my stop throwing
1: harder shit at you guys. <laughs> Second
0: from the power from the action search will also be a power attack because oh, I'm feeling brazen as all hell. It's a three. So yep. that probably wasn't going to hit anyway. Yeah.
1: So that's mm-hmm. all good. So we're going to jump back into the room that you're in, made of this dark stone, now with partially incinerated rotten bookcases. Uh, you're out of initiative order, and you could probably intuit from looking out the window that you are elevated. You're not on the ground floor of whatever this building is. And, and looking around a bit further, you can indeed see that there is a staircase. It's a circular room. And the staircase appears to be wrapping down around the inside of the building.
2: Can I have a quick flick through the titles of these books to see if there's anything interesting? Sure. The non-burned ones. Yeah, Investigation? Yeah. Uh, 16?
1: Pretty good. Pretty good. DC made harder by the fact that some of them are burned. I will say, for the most part, the books that are actually on the shelves are written in that weird old Elvish that you find it hard to understand. But with that check, on the desk in front of you, you notice that there are, in fact, two books sitting on it that are open. And they're handwritten, as most tend to be. And one of them is written in that old elvish that you find hard to read but one of them is written in a much more modern common elvish almost as if someone was transcribing the older language into the newer one for future people to read and the title of this book when you pick it up is the web a guide
2: nice
1: and i think we will jump back over to the voice for right that. now unless you want to do anything else
2: I was just going to say, I'm going to take both the books and hike down the stairs.
1: All right, Nino, so you walk back down, or down the staircase for the first time, and you walk down into the lower story, which is on ground level, and you can see that it's just like a bare dark stone room with a closed copper door on the side of the building. Can I open it? You can, it's not locked. You step outside into this uh, dark space that you saw out the window, standing on this black sand, and you can see quite a few things, but in often different directions. So from where you're standing, uh, as you walk out this door, you would see on the like silty soil in front of you, there appear to be like three sort of faintly glowing footpaths. One of them leads essentially straight away from you, like directly out the door. One of them leads like off to the left at like 45 degrees. And one of them leads off to the right at like 45 degrees. If you look in all three directions, they look to be pretty similar to you, the three. You wouldn't really know which one well, was better than any of the others. But can I get you to go ahead and make a perception check for me with advantage? Uh twenty 20-
2: nineteen.
1: You can almost like feel something in the air, like a like a, a really faint trace or a whisper. Like kind of what you might think if like fireworks or a gunshot has been sort of semi-recently in the area and there's like a faint smell of gunpowder around. But this smells like magic. And it's leading off the path that goes to the right at a 45 degree angle.
2: I walk down the path.
1: Okay, it's going to be a long trek. So we'll jump back over to the boys fighting these beasts. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, this beast, singular. So now it's the beast's turn.
0: Worth mentioning that at the end of my turn, before I totally used my reaction to enter my new parry stance, giving me plus one to (laughs) accept. Ah, nice.
1: Nice. JC's gone up. Okay, so this boy attempts to thwack at you twice with his fancy tentacles. And that's a 24 and a 22, my dude. Well. (laughs) (laughs) Looks like it's. No, I can cop some hits. I'll be alright. I'll
0: save that second shield for. Some fiercer. How many do you get? To two a day. Now that I've put a blade to him, I'm not too scared. Mm.
1: Yeah, and you shouldn't be. Because that's only 14 bludgeoning and piercing damage. Oh no, um, 18 bludgeoning and piercing damage all up.
0: I'm fine with that.
1: Wonderful. Uh, the next person to act is Jody. I pop out of my spider carcass. Uh, <laughs> just so I can get an aim on him. I use my short bow to fire at this creature. Ties. Oh, nice, dude. <laughs> Oh, sorry. You will have disadvantage because once it is hit, it only loses the little sketchy thing until the end of its next turn, which was just now. That's so fine. You know, so the first attack. one is an eighteen. Mm-hmm. Second one is a crit failure. Uh, so, um, second attack. Yeah. Next one is a oof, a twelve to hit. Unfortunately. Well, that's uh that's my turn, and then I just. Ship yeah, yeah, me back, back down into the oh, spider. That's so gross. So, yeah, both of these arrows strike this, like, strange, uh, sort of shimmering image of the beast, and now we're to Duncan Dope. I, changing
0: stance from my parry stance to my regular attack mm-hmm. stance, swinging it with my sword. So do you
1: think you're doing, like, a cool, like, Obi-Wan fighting Darth Maul thing? Well, like you go into one stance and you wait for him to jump, and then you switch and like cut him in half. Yes, oh, that's exactly what I'm doing. Okay, <laughs> go spoiler, for it. spoiler for rebels there. But anyway. yeah. <laughs> what doesn't matter? It's just a real blend, spoiling everything
0: all at once. Okay. As long as it's got maul in it. Speaking Sorry. of mauling, let me maul this dude with okay. a greatsword, not a maul. Anyway, here comes an attack roll, not a power attack, because I presume I can see that this displacement yeah, yeah, yeah. is happening. You know
1: again. you've got disadvantage.
0: Disadvantage, fuck me. Well that one's not gonna do it. What about my second attack? Let's Sorry, try that one with to... disadvantage. An eight plus an eight is sixteen. That will do it. Nice. Okay. So here we go. You know what? Hits can be rare sometimes. I'm gonna menace this well, no, he's not too scary. I'll just hit him. That's fine. Okay. So regular damage.
1: <laughs> just an insight <laughs> into the mind. Yeah, this is Dun Duncan's rapid thinking. Yeah. <laughs> he's just like. This just is what
0: strategy be- feels like to live it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> 11 plus 4 that's 15 damage okay cool he's looking kind of woundy in fact you would call him beyond bloodied and beyond Blood dome that's the fourth oh, man nice dude. yeah yeah thank you, thank you. <laughs> uh, okay we're back around to the beastie boy he has had the like weird sort of image of him knocked back into his body and he's going to attack you twice again with his tentacles and that's a 23 I assume you're in your parry stance
0: obviously yeah <laughs>
1: It's to eating some popcorn. <laughs> uh, that's a 23 and a 15. So I imagine the 23 is going to hit you. It is, yeah. That's another 11 bludgeoning and piercing damage. Some of it's bludgeoning, some of it's piercing. Didn't bother telling you how much of each, because you've got resistance to neither.
0: That's true. Next thing... But you
1: that- see, when he failed with that
0: 15, uh-huh. it's riposte time. Oh,
1: dang! <laughs> Dunkar's is burning all his superiority <laughs> dice. I
0: suppose it's a disadvantage, isn't it? yeah but it will free up all of my attacks if I lay a that's true is this still his
1: eye. turn still at the yes end? okay so then no not have his it's still the end of his next turn I hope you hit yeah oh my
2: god
1: <laughs> 12 I'm afraid that's not gonna do it my
2: friend how many three already died do you have
0: one left before my short rest
1: you Nito know, so... Sue. The next thing that happens is Jody gets out of a spider carcass. Yeah, he does. And he, he actually I'm actually gonna like barrel off the top of like, like try and get as much of a run up as I can on this like mm-hmm. large creature's body and then try and like jump and then like swing down. Oh nice. Yeah. Like, you, well actually I'll negate the disadvantage oh, with man. uh this downward strike. This is a regular attack. Uh, I mean terrific because it's a it's a twelve. So, <laughs> that's unfortunate, <laughs> isn't it? Unfortunately. Um, but with my with my second attack... Yeah, no, no advantage on this one, so this one will be a disadvantage. <laughs> yeah, okay, wonderful. We'll jump down and try and hit him. Well, the first one's an 18. Second one is a 19, so I'll take that 18. Yeah, and I'll hit it. Oh, thank you very much. And I'm going to cast Stunning Strike. Oh. So, I say cast. Yeah. I'm, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm going to... Yeah, I'm going to cast Fireball. <laughs> and just, fifth um, level Fireball. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I just got it, it's fine. Um... <laughs> Can it please make a con save for me? A con save? Is it good at those? It looks like it. 10. Can it be uh, stu- uh, paralyzed for a round, please? It can. In fact, it is. Very good for me. Okay. So... Did you deal damage with that attack? Yes. Yeah. Eight damage. Nice. And then I'm going to martial attack it. So you have a okay. on the attack. That's all right. So first one's 25. Next one's a crit failure, so... Thank good 25 seven damage seven damage and <laughs> is that like a martial attack yes okay so that's cool it. so he is stunned and he's chilling and it's his turn and he can't yeah he can't <laughs> does, does it try you? to speak with us though or? no <laughs> and uh, yeah now it's Jody's turn again I do can't stand well, yeah, no, it totally wasn't his turn Yeah, yet. Yeah, so it's, it's my not. turn, before, it's his turn right? yeah. before he does that, yeah. So you've got advantage on your attacks against him. Sweet.
0: So these are going to be power attacks. Oh, my. Oh. So, first one coming in with advantage. Woo! <sighs> that seven's going to go up to a ten. Ha, 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 ha. Does that hit? No. No, I'm afraid I'm not. the twelve didn't, yeah. Next one. Ten's going to go up to a thirteen. That does hit. Nice.
1: <laughs> so you've, you've, you've hit him uh, with your power attack get to re-roll
0: that one takes
1: that to ten plus the ten is twenty plus the four is twenty-four damage okay that is enough damage to bring this thing to its knees I'm gonna say you lop its head clean off nice clean off its awful horrifying body and its leg teamwork high five yeah and probably one of its front paws as well <laughs> that it had like extended out So I like, guess the thing oh, comes down no. and you just like, lop a head and a paw clean off and uh there you go you're out of initiative standing in this awful starless void So here we are, our party still separated and in unknown territory. Drasilia is alone, trekking through an alien landscape, following a feeling she can't quite put into words. She looks around and sees pillars of obsidian jutting out of the ground, interspersed with piles of this sticky web, and she feels the strange shifting of the fine black sand under her feet. The boys, Duncan and Jody, some... Unknown distance away in this same dimly lit, starless void, have at least each other for company. They stand next to the corpses of the foes they've slain and look around at the clearing they're in. They see these odd, Stonehenge like structures made of dark stone, and of course, the pillar which brought them here, imposing itself ominously on the scene. How will they find each other? How will they get back to the land they know? But maybe more importantly, is this what happened to Esme? Or Valeria? How to Win Loot and Influence Dragons is a production of the Curio Network, and hosted by Thomas Owen, Grace Chapel, Ben McAllister, and Jackson Newsett. Editing by Ben McAllister. You can find details of all the music in the show notes. We've got other content on Curio, such as Odds and Ends, where Grace talks with people about the mementos they've kept and the stories behind them, or still interested, where we look at film and TV that has been rebooted or remade and try to figure out why they thought it was a good idea. Check it all out at curanetwork.com.